Hi, this is Eric Darbyshire of Adventures with Eric with Chapter 16, White Hats of the Old West. Pecos Bill didn't have anything on these hombres. The mention of their names still strikes fear to the point that they are never mentioned in history books. They weren't bad men. They were just so full of character that others gave them a wide berth. For you guys outside of the wide west, that means people gave them lots of room. People allowed them the full amount of street they deserved. Although their names are near unmentionable, we won't just refer to them as the cowboys from Weenie. They were One-Eyed Eric, Calamity Katie, Wild Spud, Bearcat Bernie, and Hopalong Scott. And anybody that ever spit near a spittoon had heard of them. There was a sense of awe that followed them wherever they ambled. Aw, oh, guys, do we have to play cowboys again? I always get stuck being hop along. Ride that mule, you sorry excuse for an hombre. We're headed into Los Locos. There's a tough crowd awaiting on our arrival, and they will be a wanting to see you as much as the rest of us. One-eyed Eric said with the confidence of someone whose six guns are but an extension of his arms. Can you two quit your jawing and keep up with the rest of us? Calamity said with the authority of one that can chew six pieces of bubble gum at the same time and then blow a bubble the size of her head. And that is a skill to be reckoned with. We're coming. Not all of us can afford fast bikes, Hopalong groaned. The party of weary travelers trotted their horses into town. They were covered in dust and sunburns, but still commanded a great deal of respect from the citizens of Los Locos. The town folks moved aside as the group rode through. They headed directly to the saloon. Hey, you kids, don't come in here all covered in dirt. What have you been out riding the trails in the gravel pit? I'll take your orders and bring the stuff out to you, Dutchy, the saloon keeper said as he looked on the party in amazement. He had heard stories but never seen the cowboys from Weenie firsthand. Boy, I've had sarsaparillas sitting in the back cooler for months and nobody ever buys it. And now today, just like that, all of you order one. Here you go, five sarsaparillas. That will be $1.50 after deposit. Wild Spud paid the bill and the tired gunslingers sat in the shade drinking their sarsaparilla. He, I didn't know sarsaparilla was root beer, Hopalong said. Yeah, fancy that. In all those westerns where the cowpoke strides up to the bar and orders a sarsaparilla, he was just ordering a root beer, Spud added. As they sat under the tree, the party of western white hats didn't notice Mean Mike of the Bar T Ranch sneak up behind them. Lucky that! A group of weenie meisters drinking soda pops! To a person, the whole group jumped to their feet. Uh, hi Mike, Calamity Katie said. Sure. Talk to me now. You guys owe me a knife, and don't you forget it. I won't leave you alone until you give it to me, Mean Mike said as he headed into Dutchie's. There, hear that? All we have to do is give him a knife, and he will leave us alone, Hopalong said. Yeah, leave us alone for two hours and find another reason to bother us, One-Eyed replied. I think it is time for us sidewinders to get moving. The good townsfolk have a task for us to do. I wouldn't be surprised if Mean Mike wasn't part of our employment. They don't send for the cowboys from Weenie for just anything, you know. 
One eye said while sneering toward the door where Mike had entered. Wild Spud let loose a good spit and they all mounted their horse flesh. From the saloon, they rode to the mayor's home. This was the hombre who had summoned them. Howdy, kids. Ready to help me get the hay into the barn? Y'all look like you're dressed for the job. Just like I promised, a dollar each if y'all work hard, the mayor said, and it was easy to see the respect he held for the group he had summoned. Now, Scott, go in the house and get some refreshments for your friends and hop to it, young man. They look dusty and famished. This is always a blast helping with hay at Scott's house. We get to ride in the back of the truck and everything, Bearcat Bernard stated. The crew got to work with only occasional stop for sustenance. They packed hay from the field to the wagon and then into the barn. It may have looked like they were farming to those passing by, but if it was no one, these were the cowboys from Weenie accomplishing a difficult task and training for further adventures. When the deed was done and the money had passed hands, the group of desperados mounted their steeds and headed for other pastures. What are we going to do now? Hopalong asked. Well, Hop, I think we have other tasks at hand, and there are other varmints hiding amongst the townsfolk that may need to see the glint of our gun barrels, one-eyed Eric stated. Are we still playing the cowpokes from Weenie? I don't like being Hop along. Can't we play something else? Hop along suggested. Come on, hop up. Mount up. There are sunsets to be seen and varmints to be dealt with. Calamity said as she rode off toward the center of town. The others mounted up and followed. They rode into the center of town just down from Dutchie's saloon. Dismounting their horses, getting off their bikes, they ambled down the street. The word was out and it didn't take long before they had attracted attention the wrong type of attention. Mean Mike had gathered his band of bar tees and they had plans for the hombres from Weenie. Mike had purchased a number of pea shooters from Dutchie's saloon. Now normally, Dutchie wouldn't sell weapons if he had known they would be used for unlawful purposes. But Mean Mike wasn't one to be argued with. Besides, they were only pea shooters. Mean Mike had his boys hiding behind trees and buildings. They jumped out and ambushed the cowpokes from Weenie. Hopalong was the first to be hit. Yow! I think I've been stung! Hopalong said as he slapped at his neck. Stung? You've been hit! Head for cover! One eye yelled as he drove behind a tree. Mike and the group ran out onto the street shooting and loading as quickly, uh, as, quickly as humanly possible. Which, with a pea shooter, is pretty darn quick. The hombres from Weenie courageously took cover. Hopalong Scott bravely ran off down the street yelling for help, with only the safety of the townsfolk in mind. Wild Spud was right behind, also screaming. These two attracted the most attention, and soon they had gathered the whole of Mean Mike's gang. Wow, I didn't know Scott could run that fast, Calamity said as she dusted off her clothes with her hat. Yeah, but we have to do something, because they are going to get caught. One I said as he headed for his steed. The other two followed suit, and soon they were riding hard after the group. After the group, as they rode, it crossed One Eye's mind that they didn't have a plan for what to do when they caught up to the group. Meanwhile, Bernie had developed a plan. He wasn't a cowpoke, cowpoke from Weenie for anything. He was concerned that his lungs wouldn't hold out long enough for him to make it to his destination. One Eye, Calamity, and Bearcat caught up to the pea shooting toting bandits and rode on by. 
Mean Mike was panting too much to say anything, but kept running forward. Bearcat yelled to hop along as he caught up. To the Peterson home! Go to the Peterson home! One Eye and Calamity caught on right away. The Peterson home was on a corner, and if one was being chased, a shortcut could be taken through their yard. The riders pedaled their horses hard ahead. When they had passed the Peterson home, they dismounted and snuck toward the house and hid behind some trees. One Eye threw a rock that bounced off the side of the house. Mrs. Peterson was knitting in the front room. She heard the rock hit the house and thought it was just a bird. But then One Eye, Bearcat, and Calamity threw more. Must be those damn kids up to no good, Mrs. Peterson thought and gathered up her broom. Meanwhile, Hopalong and Wild Spud were rounding the corner, and just as they all had counted on, Mike's gang cut through the Peterson yard. Mrs. Peterson opened the door and saw the four boys breathing hard with pea shooters swinging in their hands, and she let loose with her broom. The first sweep caught Mike on the side of the head. He stumbled and ran right into the clothes hanging on her clothesline. The second sweep caught the other three as a group, and they all tripped over one another. Now, in normal situations, the cowpokes from Weenie would have been laughing loudly at this spectacle, but they didn't become cowpokes from Weenie for anything. They knew that if they laughed, they would be the next ones to get it. They quietly headed off to Wild Spud's stomping ground. When they had last looked, Mrs. Peterson was cursing at Mean Mike for wrecking her clothesline and getting her clothes dirty, and every second word was accented with her swinging the broom at his head. The rest of his gang had deserted him. Well, you cowpokes, I do believe that was a good day of town cleaning, one eye said as he sat down on the porch. I think we should let Mrs. Peterson join the cowpokes from Weenie. She looks like she did a better job of cleaning the town than we did. Calamity stated as she sat down beside One Eye. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Adventures from Eric. Please come back next week when we're going to listen to Chapter 17, The Drive-In Theatre.